Welcome to the My Rules Are Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, for the first time in living memory, I am a bachelor. My wife has gone to see her sisters, and as was the case maybe four months ago, she'll be returning with two additional people. Now, what that meant up until this morning was that I had to get my podcasting slash wargaming slash everything room ready for an actual guest that will be sleeping in the bed. Thankfully, that has been changed. Someone's coming with an air mattress. Our main guest bedroom will actually have two people quite comfortably, leaving my podcasting room somewhat intact. The initial thought was to grab the last few metal miniatures, throw them in a box and send them to Rochi Rochford. And yeah, it requires, I mean, just requires a bunch of logistics, basically a bunch of boring logistics, which again, takes more time out of my room and, you know, makes productivity seem very, very curious. But the real benefit of having my wife out of the house is it gives me an opportunity to do a bunch of things I wouldn't normally do. My, my, I was sniffing my clothes. I smell like steak currently for a start, but that's a minor, a minor sideline. Seriously, it enables me to edit a lot of podcasts, so I've been putting a lot of time into Model Rail Radio. Nominally, because she's staying an extra little bit of time, even though I'm still working well more than full-time, it'll give me an opportunity to probably do an additional edits. I've recorded some music. I've done a bunch of things which I could do best when I'm here by myself. But also, the quality of the neighbourhood just changed, unfortunately. There was a double homicide and four wounded four blocks up maybe three or four days ago. So there's a real tension in the evening. There's a lot of people moving around. There's sometimes a police presence. So, you know, it's just a, it's a curious time. It's just a curious time. And, you know, when my wife gets back with guests, you know, potentially have to quarantine, there's a little bunch of additional stuff that comes into this thing. So it's no way kind of zero sum towards the positive. But also, this time has... So let's let's move that aside. Let's talk about the lead pile a little bit. This time really has meant that um, I have three miniature painters, two of whom I'm trying to finish up with. Both hopefully will be finished by the end of the year. One of them really only has a little bit more work to do, and he's pretty well paid up, and he's just not doing the work, basically. I think the new normal is difficult for a lot of people. And unfortunately, I'm in this curious position of having paid him, but also almost ready to say, hey, um, maybe just send me back the miniatures. Let's just call this thing a, a wash. However, I will have paid him, and I don't know if he could get me back the money. So it's one of these curious things where maybe I'm just going to wait on this. The fellow on the East Coast who I've referred to periodically has one formal group and another informal group, both of which or must fully paid for. I'm really not sure. The first lot is part of well, miniatures like two, three years ago that were sent out. And it's part of that long order that really has taken, you know, two years to resurface. So I'm not even really sure what's in that aside from Union Civil War and some Indian Wars and I think a bunch of bit and piece, you know, goblins and things like that. Anyway, I really don't know. And then the next lot with this fellow is a group of 28mm and 20mm World War II. And that will be the end of that, thankfully. Hope that will be finished by December. Not sure, but I hope. And then Rochi Rochi and I are ticking along. Rochi's kind of come to a new rate with him, and the stuff that he's producing currently is amazing. But then somewhere through there, 
there's got to be returning to regular army painting somewhere because I've sent him a few regular armies that need to be painted. And that's basically it. I have not acquired any new miniatures. Oh, the um, Russians finally turned up from um, Black Tree Design. They're, I don't know, 15, if that, of worthy miniatures worth painting. I think I might just pack them away. Uh, but aside from that, the stuff that I'd be sending now, Harlequins, Valhalla, and lots of bit and piece historical stuff that I'd just send on to Rochi, and that'd be it. That's the lead pile done. Dusted well, aside from the Confederates <laughs> in the box. So, anyway, that is that. Let's talk a little bit about rules. Let's talk a little bit about what is happening here. It's not even bifurcation. I think, basically... I'm running the last two weeks of my Just Plain Chaos game. And then I, I've i been working on a draft of a series of scenarios for Just Plain Chaos. And the aim was to run a series of games, some one- and two-week games, some four- or five-week games, and some six- to eight-week games. And I was in the process of working through this when I got an email from Barney Dicker indicating that he, after the last two, he wasn't going to continue with the Just Plain Chaos games. He just doesn't have time. And I understand. I got his rule system. It's interesting. I don't know how... There are a few things in the rule system that I got from Barney that I thought, what is the best way to actually narrate this? Is the best way to narrate it, you know, just on a regular My Rules of Better podcast? Is the best way to narrate it? Because I'd like, ideally two separate podcast recordings if possible. One to talk about Barney's experience with the Just Plain Chaos game, and then one to talk about Barney's rule system. And I think that distinction, when probably the former will live in my podcast feed and the latter will live in his podcast feed. But I think that distinction is relatively important. And unfortunately, I think these two things have become somewhat kind of temporarily convoluted uh, because, well, they just have. So... I was a little disappointed because I had intentionally planned a couple of shorter scenarios, particularly for Barney's participation, um, that Barney couldn't continue on. But, you know, them's the breaks. And what I'm looking at currently is probably about 15 players. I mean, this thing, just by word of mouth alone, has moved quite dramatically into a, a social thing, which is pretty far removed from, you know, getting out rules. And I think a large part of that is more associated with the scenarios and the settings than it is with the rule system, which is why I'm really interested in, in putting together these scenarios and hopefully playtesting some of the scenarios. So that's what's happening with Just Plain Chaos. It's changing into more sessions. Well, in a couple of weeks, three, four weeks' time, I'll start floating what the various sessions are with the potential to you know gather together a number of different folk, not just the folk that played the first round, um, but like I said, I've got, yeah, I've got a number of additional people. I had been saying kind of five additional people. When I put the names in my head, it's probably closer to 10 additional people plus the folks that participated this round minus Barney. So yeah, no shortage of logistical analysis. And I wanted to make this clear. This, this year has been a bit of a wash in part because of the pandemic, in part because of the lockdown, but also. I'm looking at renewing domain names, and I created a domain name for the Britannia rule system when I was going to bring it out with a view that there are countless Britannia rule systems, so it wasn't going to be called Britannia. I had a better name. And I'm coming up to renewing that better name, the domain name for it. And I thought to myself, gosh, 
it's been a year that, you know, I should be working on this stuff. And similarly, there's actual text for Just Blank House. There's actually a, a novel behind it, which I put down and I've just never gone back to through this lockdown. My hope is maybe the next day or so to at least run my eyes along it once more. But, you know, you've got all this stuff going on, which just zaps your energy, zaps your creative energy. And then you're left with kind of squirreling together a few hours when you can to get the very basics done. Or, I mean, look, to be frank, running, you know, running the scenario kind of ongoing has taken a good portion of time too. So I can't be too angry at that. But I am very thoughtful towards the fact that, yeah, maybe Barney has the right idea, maybe cutting losses and being very proactive. Although I am normally, nominally at least, relatively proactive with my time. But yes, I do wonder whether these footnotes, these breadcrumbs that I'm leaving for myself are enough. Anyway, so one final thought. As I narrated recently, I discovered a magazine where I had written into at age 10 to find a pen pal. There is another article that I'm looking for. It's in a white dwarf and it shows fish and chips, a plate of fish and chips as being soft cover. And I thought that it was in a period of white dwarves that I had sold. But I've gone back through my white dwarves and re- actually repurchased the ones that I had sold. And it's not there. So I'm wondering where it actually existed in my memory. My thought was always that it existed early in my new, you know, white dwarf interests from 284 on. But I'm now in the 300s and haven't seen it. It's only, I think, in the UK magazine, which makes it very useful because I have to buy the UK magazine, not the one in the US. Not that I'm a fan of the one in the US. So, you know, that's somewhat protracted. But I just want to find this article. How hard is it to find an article? What is fascinating, though, going back through these white dwarves that I'd sold when we first came back to the US, is how little and how much I had remembered from each of them, which is a very curious thing as you kind of flick through a magazine. Anyway, I think I've probably given as many updates as I can possibly think of for this recording. So I probably should just now sign up, produce this thing, and get it online. Tom Barbelay in the San Francisco Bay Area, signing out. <laughs>